Hi, this is Mark Raven. This is episode 257 of Lean Blog Audio, a post from July 18th, 2018. I apologize for not blogging as much recently. I certainly haven't published as much here to Lean Blog Audio. One of my listeners uh, emailed and asked when I was going to start again. Uh, part of the reason I've been uh, not blogging as much is uh, I've been trying to focus on my new book titled Measures of Success. That book is almost uh, almost done now. You can learn more by going to www.measuresofsuccessbook.com. The title is The Catch-22 of Lean and Kaizen. You get more ROI by not focusing only on high ROI projects. So this post builds off of a little rant I went on over on LinkedIn. I wrote there, the catch-22 of quote-unquote lean training and quote-unquote implementation. Executives want big returns and high ROI. That's understandable. But at the core of lean, if you're going to call it that, is Kaizen, which means allowing everybody to do small improvements even if there isn't big ROI or return on investment. Encouraging people to make small, simple improvements, focus on making their work easier, unleashes a huge number of improvements. And, and guess what? Some will end up having a big ROI. The executives would be surprised. Plus, the cumulative effect of many small ideas is larger than when you get from demanding a few high-impact ideas. The counterintuitive thing is that you get better results by not demanding a huge ROI for each improvement or project. Studies have consistently shown that 80% of an organization's improvement potential comes from the small stuff. Yet executives are ignorant to that truth or choose to ignore it. You can, of course, choose to focus on big projects that you think will have big ROI. But call your approach, quote unquote, improvement projects, not lean. And if you go to the blog post at leanblog.org slash audio257, I've linked to a Toyota article on Kaizen, it's from Toyota in the UK, they don't talk about ROI. The one thing they say, quote, within the Toyota production system, Kaizen humanizes the workplace, empowering individual members to identify areas for improvement and suggest practical solutions. The focused activity surrounding the solution is often referred to as a Kaizen blitz, while it is the responsibility of each member to adopt the improved standardization, standardized procedure, and eliminate waste from within the local environment. Well, that's quite a contrast to a hospital executive team telling people to only focus on high ROI projects. You can hear Alan Robinson, a professor and author, talk about the 80% finding that they uncovered in uh, this uh, podcast episode in my interviews podcast series. Uh, you can find that by going to leanblog.org slash 217. Um, we talk about uh, his latest book written with Dean Schroeder called The Idea-Driven Organization. Joe Schwartz and I, of course, wrote about this, uh, this idea of small ideas having a huge impact in our healthcare Kaizen books. Here's also a perspective from Kaizen Institute. Quote, Deming was basically saying, go ahead, compute an ROI for your continuous improvement projects and for your clients' projects. But it won't matter too much because it will be greatly underestimated and this must be realized. Dr. Toyota, one of the Toyota family members, I'd add, supported this as he said Deming and his beliefs are the core of Toyota's management, not an ROI analysis. 
It's frustrating that hospital executives will call for, quote unquote, evidence-based medicine, but then so blindly ignore what you might call evidence-based leadership. And I give credit to Studer Group for that phrase. The large ROI approach should be called something like project-based improvement attempts instead of lean. And of course, it's not just hospitals who make this mistake of ignoring the potential of many small improvements. So I solicited a couple comments on LinkedIn from some former Toyota people I know. Andre Dumachant, um, who worked at Toyota Canada said, the Toyota I spent 16 years with had a major focus on small improvements, incremental Kaizen, that were typically of small dollar benefit. This was deemed to be and has proven to be more sustainable for the longer term than just the focus on large ROI gains. The reality is that unless you're a greenfield operation in its first three years of operation, there's unlikely to be a plethora of big Eurekas out there waiting to be harvested. Also, having all of your staff complete multiple small improvements over the course of a year inevitably ended up with two benefits. One, it ferreted out waste that would be task specific and unlikely to be uncovered in a large improvement event, thus allowing for legacy benefit to be realized every time that task or process was executed. And two, hundreds upon hundreds of small improvements always added up financially to a greater sum than the larger events. Tracy Richardson, who worked for a long time at Toyota in Kentucky, wrote, From day one, Ernie, her husband, who also worked at Toyota, and I were conditioned by our trainers at all levels to look for the base hits each day, or small celebrations, as some might say. Collective base hits increases the batting average of the individual and the team. If uh, To finish the baseball analogy, teams that win the World Series work together to minimize errors and waste, and this sets them up for the occasional home run, which we got from ideas quite often, but it wasn't the main focus. As Tracy has written about many times, saving a collective one second across all processes in the plant can allow us to make eight more Camry or Avalon in the same amount of time, therefore increasing productivity without manpower. Just a second, one second, find it. Doesn't get any smaller than that unless it's a NASCAR uh, run finish at the line. So I would encourage you to go um, check out what they have to say. I really like the book, The Idea Driven Organization, and the other books done by Robinson and Schroeder. You can learn more about all of this again at leanblog.org audio 257. Thanks for listening.